Right five, four, three, two. What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin on stage. She's smash that notification button. Bangers, 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 all 2023. Uh, if you're watching this, you are going to get if you're watching this and you're not on Patreon, you're gonna get a clip. And then the full documentary is going to be, I mean, the full review is going to be on the Patreon. If you're watching this live, you're already on the Patreon. If you want to join the Patreon, here's why you should. One, what's in it for you? You get more content, right? You get bonus content like this show that doesn't come out fully in the public. You get shows that only air in full on the Patreon. But the more important thing is you're part of our community and you support the creator community. People like Angel and Josh, salaries paid by Patreon. When you see podcasts, like I saw this on the internet with Patrick and Lulu and Tahir and Ronnie Jordan and Mel Mitchell, these people are paid. And if they don't live here, they're flown in. That support comes from Patreon. So if you were part of the community and you can join, that's what you get and that's where your money goes. If you aren't, you should be thankful that people like, you know, viewers like you, as PBS used to say, they support the Patreon enough so you can get the benefit without even pitting it. But what kind of relationship if you benefit, you don't put in? You come to a barbecue, you might not be able to bring ribs, but you can steal some napkins from Burger King. So when you're up a little bit, steal some napkins for your boy because you're going to get the benefit of the napkins. All right. So also, I wanted to say we're trying something new. We uh, Every Monday, I'm putting the Patreon, what do y'all want to talk about? And Patreon producers, listen, they came up with some stuff, right? They came up with some stuff. And today's topics are mostly this one. It was the most popular subject that came up, came from Happy Hands. The new Hillsong documentary, as a church kid, there's a lot to unpack. I hadn't even, I hadn't, wasn't planning on watching it because I had watched the one on Discovery. I didn't even know there was a new one. And Melissa says she had watched it. And I said, Liz, what you thought about it? She said, oh, Carl Lentz was on there talking. I said, Carl Lentz. Well, Carl Lentz wasn't talking on the Discover one. That wasn't no Carl Lentz. So we checked it out. So shout out to Happy Hands. Uh, now, I want to preface this by saying there are four episodes, each discussing a different element of Hillsong Church. Episode one. Yes, ma'am. Angel. Real quick church announcement before we get into this church discuss. You can stream one margarita every Oh, I forgot church announcements. My bad. Go ahead, Angel. That's okay. Kevin, I understand. You got so much on your mind. It is currently, well, at least of, as of last night, the <laughs> number 14 most popular hip-hop song in the U.S. on iTunes. Okay. She's a rapper out here. <laughs> gang, gang, gang. If I make it to the top 10, I'm getting new gold teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Period. But it's on Spotify. Uh, it's on Google Music. It's on iTunes. It, you y'all can. It's on title. So yeah, go ahead, stream it. New Angel dropping. I told y'all we should do music, man. I've been telling you. Imagine if we was both on the track, Angel. What if I had a verse? We might be number thirteen on hip hop. Maybe we'd be number fifteen. I could have brought you down. I don't know if I'd have brought you. <laughs> now we're down to sixteen. But also the verse was really good. Angel's very talented. One day we're going to do some music. Once I get off tour, we can talk. Angel and Josh, once I'm off tour, let's talk. All right. That verse took me 15 minutes to make. We no, it's too make easy for you. Come on, Kevin. Too easy for you, right? Once the tour's off, all seriousness. Let's talk. All right. all right. Episode one is about the history of Hillsong Church, where it became, started in Australia. Episode two is about the fall of Carl Lentz, 
who was, for all intents and purposes, the most famous pastor in the Hillsong Church, which is part of the problem for the, the pastor pastor. Episode three, to me, was, inf was infinitely more detrimental than the other stuff, to me. That was about Brian Houston, the guy who started Hillsong Church, or changed Hillsong Church from his daddy's church. That's called the sins of the father. That man was a pedophile. Trigger one and trigger one. I'm sorry, you supposed to say that before. Uh, and, and admitted pedophile. And episode four was about the fall of Brian Houston, who was the founder of Hillsong Church. So let's start with episode one. Now, Hillsong Church, if you don't know, uh, there's two things. There's Hillsong, the church, which headquarters in Australia and has satellite campuses all over the world. And then there's Hillsong, the music group. Right, is it Hillsong United? I believe something like that. White people Hillsong sing. United. Now they now, now that Hillsong United, they got one of my jams on there. Hold on, let me make sure it's Hillsongs. It is Hillsong United. They got my. They got my. You got you got to fast forward five minutes till the song starts. That's my jam on that ocean. Now that's Hillsong United. Now this wasn't in this episode in this documentary, but in the other one, the one on Discovery, they said that Hillsong United. At some point in time, was bringing in a hundred mil. I believe it. On hey. the, on they the had music. so much. They had so much clout. Didn't didn't uh, Carl Lentz baptize Justin Bieber? He did. He did in Tyson Chandler's bathtub, no less. That's right after Justin Bieber was doing them push-ups in the hood. I was like, Justin, now you're gonna end up dead. You shouldn't be. They got you doing push-ups in the inner city. You you might want to go sit down with Jesus. Uh, but I thought that was interesting. They didn't really delve too much on this, but that's the thing. So what happened was the Hillsong, the music was so popular, they changed the name of the church from like the Hills Church or something like that to Hillsong Strength in the Brand, right? So Hillsong United is was premium CCM. They was the, I mean, top tier. All the other ones, Bethel Music and Lauren Daigle, none of them was as big or as popular as Hillsong. Uh, and Hill. God bless the ministry. That 100 mil is not taxed at all. Oh, boy. Ain't God good. Ain't he all right? Oh, my. Ain't God. So now here's what I want to say, and I want to jump into I want to hear Angel's thoughts. The interesting thing about the Hillsong documentary, first episode really talks about how they were a white church who had pretty much all white leadership. They was diverse in the... Uh, congregation. congregation. <laughs> it's like it's diverse if you are on the pulpit looking out. <laughs> but and specifically in New York, let's not make make it like all of their campuses were diverse. Yeah, their true, New York true. Campus right. They diverse. they highlighted the New York campus because that's one that Carl Lentz was the pastor of. But uh -huh. the other campuses were not not even as diverse as that. But it, one of the people said it's diverse if you on the pulpit looking out to the people, but if you on the in the congregation looking up. It's a white church, right? Uh, and the, the focus on the first episode was really about kind of how they exploited the volunteers, right? Now, most people who go to church end up volunteering in some way. The Hillsong volunteers, them folks was at work work. Mm -hmm. That lady says she was black. I think she was black or Hispanic. She says she was doing 40 to 50, sometimes even 60 hours volunteering on the church. Volunteering. 
Now, here's what's interesting, and this might be controversial to say, but it's really how I feel. The Hillsong Church, in some ways, you if you can make a documentary about almost every church, I'm sure you can find people who feel exploited, who feel volunteered. It was like they was going to take that to the maximum. Like, you know, you teach Sunday school on Sunday. You help with the kids. That's only usually a Sunday morning thing, maybe a little prep. At that Hillsong, you was tearing up, tearing down stuff, building stuff. You was coming. I don't know how you worked your regular. I don't know how people survived in New York and volunteered for 40, 60 hours. But they was having like seven, eight church services uh, a, uh, a weekend. And that only had, they had all these people pouring in. So had all these volunteers. At some point, the volunteers was like, bro, this is, this is work. So that was the first part. Angel, I want to hear what you thought about episode one. Episode one. I mean, it was interesting learning like the background of Hillsong because I didn't know where this, you know, white church had popped up from. Um, the volunteerism being exploited, I feel like that's every church. I mean, Hillsong, yeah. yes, a little bit on steroids because they didn't have for the longest, like in New York, an actual church building. So anytime, like, I, I feel like I witnessed this a lot on the West Coast where a lot of people don't have their own building. So they're converting something over on the weekend and then having to reset it. Mm. So there is this amount, there is this other thing that is having to happen in order to keep the church running. But what I do find to be interesting is there was this like Hillsong, specifically Carl Lentz, who I actually, I got to meet. And oh. got to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, when we talk about uh, the second episode, I'll go more into that. Okay. There is this, there is this excitement that I feel like they were able to instill inside of their congregation that I don't see as often. So that part I think made it magical because I think everyone there thought they were part of something so special to be a part of this very diverse church in New York, right? Mm -hmm. And it be extremely come as you are, like. You got people who are, you know, who come from all different walks of life. You got people who are part of the LGBTQ community. All this stuff that you're not going to be used to if you grew up in any type of traditional church setting. So yeah. I think that's what got people so like, yes, it's almost like when people believe in a politician, like the way people believed in Barack Obama. Yeah. People yeah. were canvassing. People were like boots on the ground. That is not something we would ever do for Joe Biden. That's not something we would do for any of these other candidates. Not that they're, you know, not all right people, but it's something about when you believe that like you got a part of something special, people do stupid stuff. Like I'm going to volunteer 40, 50 hours. That girl graduated from Hillsong College. Man. Plus to nanny. I said, oh, ain't no way. Now, was she paid to nanny? Um, she was. She was actually, she was paid, but had no insurance. Okay. So, and listen, most people, like I said, most people who go to church and who are very active, I'm talking about like active in the church, a lot of them, us, end up volunteering some uh -huh. hours a month. 40, 50 hours a week is what the girl said. They had apparently the band, the Hillsong band, they had one of the musicians on there. And he was like, yeah, we was, I was on tour and I was getting paid like $200 a day. And I was like, uh, to play music? Yeah. Right? And the, and the amount of income they were generating was crazy. Right? Now, of course, 
Now, this, as a black person, this part got to me as a black. Then black folks at the New York campus was like, all right, now, listen, it's a lot of white up in here. We go. We we need to switch it up. We diverse in the congregation. Let us do some stuff. And they was like, mm-hmm. next three weeks, the black folks did offering. On the fourth week, they was like, all right, man, you get your butt back in the congregation, right? And then in the Kansas City church, the black girl had spoke up, and the, and the and the and the lady, the 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 pastor's wife, the first lady. They don't really call them first ladies. They call them the lead pastors, whatever. They, they, they fired her from volunteering, mind you, and called the police on her. I said, he'll song. Mm-hmm. I said, he'll song. Mm-hmm. I said, he'll song. How y'all done fired the, the black baby? She'd been there seven years. They had her all up and through the, uh, all up and through the, um, the, the, the marketing material. <laughs> Blackface, come here. Blackface was all up in all in the flyers, all in the pamphlets. Sound like Shook Knight. All up in the pamphlet. But boy, them white people, they're gonna call the police on the police are merely an extension of whiteness. We don't like this. You call the police on somebody at church because you find her god dog. That is it's so that was uh so she said people who I knew walked past me and didn't say a word. What they was like? Who was she? The police are here. I don't know, Tasha. That's got to be an outer body experience to be like, am I, am I crazy? Like, why is no one coming to my defense? Why is no one saying anything? That would just, that would infuriate me. I would. Yeah. The whole documentary would have to be about how I blew up that church. Not blew up yeah. the church. I don't want to say that. That seems a little crazy. But you know what I mean, metaphorically. Absolutely. I want to take a quick aside and tell y'all how me, Melissa, and the boys was at the doggone uh, Spider-Man. Um, yeah, you were. Premiere. Yeah, you were. They, they invited us. Sony invited us to come down and see Spider-Man. We supposed to walk the red carpet. It's in my deliverables to walk the red carpet and make a reel. You know me, Angel. You know me, Josh. If y'all gonna give me some bread and say you got to do this, I'm gonna do what I said to do. Also, I wanna see the Spider-Man. Even if you invite me for free, and part of that freeness is you gotta do X, Y, Z, if I accept, I'm gonna do my job. Amen? Yeah. I'm in the line. There's a whole, there's a one line for like influencers and stuff, another line for other people. There's a whole past people line. So I'm seeing TikTokers get pulled in. Why TikTok? They get pulled in walking the red carpet, okay? Real celebrities is in this line. I'm like, hey, man, the lady told us we're supposed to walk the red carpet. Either I'm supposed to be there or I'm not supposed to be there, but I'm trying to do these deliverables. Oh, so I, the, the security guard's like, call your representative. If they clear you, you can go. I said, bet. Call her up while I'm in line. She comes to talk to the security guard personally. She's like, oh, yeah, come on, man, let them through. Like, we need them to walk the red carpet. This is Kev on stage and his family. Let them walk. So I... Excuse me, sir. Told you I was somebody. We still stuck. And I'm talking about stuck behind like legit celebrities in the line. Some of whom are in the film, most of whom are not. How about a white lady, just like the girl in Kansas City? She come over and point at me and Melissa. Points at me and Melissa. These people got to get out of this line. I said, who? Who? Right? These people need to be out of this line and in this line. So the security guard turns to me and is like, she said, y'all got to go. I said, man, the lady just talked to you two minutes ago. What are you talking about? He was like, well, I'm saying this is the other lady. I said, the lady is from Sony Pictures. 
this is a Sony Pictures film. The Sony people invited me and told me to walk. You got to go. I said, why? She said, this line is for people in the movie. Uh, a white TikTok boy had just walked by. I said, he wasn't in the movie. Russell Westbrook had just went by. He wasn't in the movie. Everybody, people who work with American Express had just walked by and got on the red carpet. They ain't in the movie. So she's like, <sighs> then she whispered in his ear. And me and Melissa tag teaming this white woman. Melissa's like, you know, Liz, she, she, she ain't yeah. no Oh, shit. yeah. Once the fingers get extended. <laughs> and it was funny because I saw my boys looking at us like, oh, they done got my mom and dad on that black. Down, all that you're supposed to be here. I said, listen, I'm, they invited me here. They told me to walk here. And you ain't even being honest. The people, There's all kinds of people who are walking by. I said, what's different about us that we ain't supposed to be here? She was like. So Melissa goes off. Why we got to move? Do we need to get out the way? If we need to stand back so people who are in the cast can go, then we'll go. But you ain't going to force us. Like we, I, listen, Angel, it was it was Legion of Doom. She tagged. <laughs> I'm like, listen, you, first of all, you're not going to play me. You're not going to embarrass me, right? You're not going to do nothing. But that's how I know that black girl felt. Like, how I'm supposed to be here. I'm always here. And you're going to call the security and the police on me? So, tell me what happened. So what happened was uh my kids was like, Hey, are we gonna miss the movie though? Like, I get we really just want to see the movie. Cause I was like, I told me and Melissa will be standing there to this day in this moment at that same spot. Cause you I was at the point like you was gonna have to physically remove me. And yeah, a lot of y'all might not have met me. I'm a very tall individual the security guard wasn't as tall as me he was looking at me like sir i don't I, i'm i just come on man and i'm like bro i'm not blaming you but also you did just talk to the lady and i looked at him and he looked at me and he was just like i don't really this i don't care it's not my job he does not get paid enough to problem solve bro <laughs> and i was at the point where it was like i just wasn't gonna take that from her right i just wasn't gonna let you win so what happened was a lot of uh, traditional celebrities was right in the next line. They were like, bro, we can't get in. Sony invited us. Like, I'm talking about on ABC, in other movies. They was like, the whole thing was a cluster. So I was just like, I'm going to either stand here and prove my point or I'm going to uh, see this movie on time. So I, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go because my kids want to see this movie. But you're lucky I'm leaving on my own accord, right? The people from Sony text me, I mean, within seven, oh my God, sir, we are so sad. I, please, do you want to come to the after party? Or how can we fix this? I said, well, we're going home, guys. We're going home. We've suffered enough embarrassment for one day. Then I went white woman. Oh, oh, I mm -hmm. feel embarrassed. Clickety, click, click, click. My agent hit me up. They was like, how was the red carpet? I said, it was great, except a white lady tried to throw us out of line and have security called on us. Wait, who? What? What was her name? Don't worry about it, guys. You didn't I get her name? I didn't get her name, Angel. I oh, was too upset. So anyway, back to, that just triggered me because they called the police on that black girl and that lady was trying to mobilize security. And security was just like, I'm not nigga because he was a Mexican dude, but he was just like, I'm, I'm, it's not that serious to me and I don't want no problems. Like even the other dude, security came and I was looking, like, I just felt it in my bones. I was just like, and I'm not, I literally was like, 
you need to lose. And I said, well, we're not, though. So you need to get out of this lineup. We're not, but we're not. So, so what's up? And she was just like, well, I mean, they all looking like, I mean, he ain't said he ain't leaving. <laughs> like, and I'm not like flexing. I'm just like, I'm not leaving. Now what? Yeah, for these big events, y'all definitely need a publicist. We, we've we had this conversation. Every time something like this happens, we had. But like I said, other people was there. They had publicists, and they was all messed up. But anyway, bygones be bygones. I'm just saying so that you didn't have to take her energy. The publicist. Yeah, it felt good, though. It did feel good. Because Juneteenth, okay. it felt good. I ain't going to hold you. Tis the season. I, it is the season. She was not expecting it. And I was like, you could tell she was used to people doing whatever she said. And I was, and I was not, and Melissa was not. We both was like, no. So what's up? And she was just like, hmm, hmm. Okay, well, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. You could be Spider Man's mom. You could have been Aunt May. I'm. They told me to come over here. I'm over here. If y'all didn't, it's not like I was trying to sneak on the red carpet. Y'all invited me and asked me and told me what time to be there and made sure that I got here. Gave me tickets, pulled me out of line to make sure that I can get on the red carpet. But what I found out is they be beefing. Somebody has. The cast and Sony has their own people. American Express, they, they all have say and so. If, and if one person got an ego, it's it's and just uh, it's a ticking time bomb. The fact that Zay and Joe are both like, "Hey, we understand the principle of this, but if we could still watch the movie, because that's why we wanted yeah. to come in the first place." Yeah, no, I didn't do what she said. What she was asking me to do was go into the influencer line. There was another line. I just left the red carpet altogether. So when they talk to her, the, the reason people call is like, hey, we, we cleared her. Y'all can come back. You, we can go to the after party. It was like, no. So don't make it seem like I just did what she said. Don't play with me. But anyway, episode two. This is what I really want to talk about. Carl Lentz. What up, y'all? I hope you enjoy this bonus clip snippet. Listen, if you want the full bonus episode, then hit the Kev on Stage Studios Patreon. It's right here on the thing you're looking at. You get patreon.com slash Kev on Stage Studios. You can click kevonstage.com. You're missing out. Me and Angel do full-on bonus episodes. And depending on what the topic is, sometimes the better episode is the bonus. Honestly, we're a little more relaxed on the bonus episode because we know it's not going public. So we let our hair down. Well, she lets her hair down. I let my beard down. We also have full shows that never air in full on YouTube. Exclusive shows, merch discounts, tickets. But the thing that you're really missing out on is the community. It's the people like you. Black people, some white, some Mexicans too, but we all kind of cool. They be, they be cool, you know what I'm saying? Allies, if you will. So join us and stop just having the snippet only. You guys just got the tip. Get the full shaft. Mm -mm. Patreon.